You're listening to Magpie Radio. Pie Night is the official fans podcast of the Collingwood Football Club. Let's listen in to the boys in the Lexus Centre studio. Pies fans, welcome to another big episode of Pie Night. I'm Kano, joined by Sugarfoot. Good evening, Sugarfoot. Sorry, Kano. Let's let's go beyond the tears. Driver, how are you? Kano, good to have you back after a week off. Indeed. Um, I'm very disappointed, Kano. I'm disappointed in you. Tell me, Kano, why? we told the fans last week you weren't here. We didn't divulge why you weren't here. Mm-hmm. Now we can. You've been doing it all year, and you've failed, Kano. You've been massaging Bucks's hammy. You've been getting him ready. Gentlemen. And you have failed in your one task. Gentlemen, when the news came through yesterday that Bucks has pulled his hammy again. uh, The good hammy. The good hammy this time. I uh, felt a little bit let down by myself, but also by our skills. Now, can we start the show by saying that, of course, Nathan Buckley has injured his hamstring. We're not happy about that. But Not happy at all. But, but guys, we want to ask you, Pies fans, I've failed. I haven't massaged Bucks' hamstrings I've made my properly. offer, Connor. I've told Sugarfoot as well. I've made an offer, Sugarfoot. Tanya, Tanya doesn't two, want you near Bucks' hammies. I've got two perfectly good hammies. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a cross transplant. Bucks can have mine. And I can have Bucks' and hammy ones. You had a couple of suggestions on how to look, fix his hammy, look, didn't you? Look, I didn't, but I was wondering whether this was the uh, the 2007 version of the Wayne Carey, uh, Anthony Stevens, Kelly Stevens thing. The rumor rumor has it that Con, you were seen with Presty <laughs> massaging him in the bathroom, and Bucks no, it's was not hats. true. It's not true. It's not true. I was massaging Bucks, but I might have uh, actually skipped Pie Night and skipped Bucks's massage. But Pies fans, we've got some crazy ideas on how to help Bucks, and we're sure you do. This is a rallying cry for the Magpie Army. We need Particularly your help, doctors, Magpies. Doctors, uh, any new age, newfangled, we wouldn't like to listen to you normally, but we want to hear about it now. We've got some fantastic uh, ideas some fantastic ideas, and some fantastic prizes to give away. And, and Pies fans, again, we ask you, it's, it's time for the Magpie Army to stand up and not only cheer, but, but help with our skills. Get our superstar back on the park. Now, what we're we gonna need do, your help. We, 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 made, we made the call out, and our friends at 20th Century Fox Film Distributors answered the call. They've given Bruce us... Bruce Willis himself. Bruce Willis himself answered the call, and he said that he would give 12... Double passes away to the opening of Die Hard for the fantastic sequel 4.0, Tarks 2.0, Die Hard 4.0. They copied us, I think, and it will be at a an exclusive Collingwood VIP screening for you, Pies fans. That come up with great solutions on how to fix Bucks's hamstring, and that'll happen on the thirty first of July. So get your answers in before then, and the 12 most innovative and maybe most few useful ways of getting Bucks back on the track will give you a double pass to the fantastic Die Hard 4 starring Bruce Willis. Email your solutions, Pies fans, to pinite at collingwoodfc.com.au. Make sure they're here by Thursday afternoon next week. We want to hear from you. You can win these we prizes. We want to save Bucks. Save, save bucks. bucks. As simple as like save. It's Ferris, as simple as that. Save bucks. A call out to the pie world, and we'll read out some of the best solutions here on the um, on the show. We'll refer them to Nathan Buckley, and we will make sure that you can be in the running to win this wonderful prize. Sugarfoot, how about the game? Oh, I was getting a bit, you know, excited about uh, views from uh, how we're going to help solve bucks. But uh, yeah, look, uh, Geelong, sixteen point victors. 11-14-80, uh, Collingwood 9-10. Again, uh, more points than goals, 64. Look, 
It was a pretty disappointing day. It was close, but we were never really going to win it, I didn't think. The only upside, I guess, you could take away from it was so few of our players put in a, a solid four-quarter performance, yet we got that close to the premiership favourites. What were your votes, Sugarfoot? My votes, and, and these were pretty hard. Uh, uh, Travis Travis Cloak was fantastic. Uh, he's got a lot of press this week. Let's hope he uh, fires, up, uh, fires up on Saturday. Travis, three. Tarkin, two votes. And uh, I gave Heath Shaw one, uh, and that was probably stretching a bit just to find one vote. Kono? I gave Cloakey three fantastic. 20 touches, I think 11 marks. Fantastic effort. Four, Four goals, goals, one. one. Tarkin, Tarks, Tarkin at a 2.0. I interviewed him at Lexus Centre after the match on uh, on Saturday afternoon, and uh, he smiled when I called him Tarkinator. So I don't know whether he's heard that one or whether he's been listening to He was to pretty Pine bitter Eye. about the game, though, which was great to see. But he was. He was very upset that we lost, uh, and we're going to make amends for that, he, he told us. And one vote to Scotty Burns. I would have given Scotty Burns many more. He played 55% of the game only and had 22 touches, something like 11 clearances. So that is an outstanding effort by Scotty Burns, the veteran of Collingwood. Driver. Guys, you know I take defeat hard. I hate losing. Fact is that we played relatively well, and Geelong could have smashed us if they'd kicked straight. Cameron Mooney kept us in the game. Um, as Tarkin said here at Lexus Centre to you, Cono, and to the assembled Pie faithful, we're looking for revenge. I'm sure the Magpie players are smarting as much as we the fans are. My votes, three to Travis Cloak for all the reasons you guys have said. Fantastic centre-half forward effort. And I think we should be talking Travis up as an all-Australian centre-half forward. I agree. Because he's the only player actually playing that role. Too many drop-back What about centre-half back? He could play centre-half back. Oh, like, well, they uh, make or full back like, like Pavlich, Matthew Pavlich. I guess, but mm. Two votes to Tarkin, again, for the reasons that everyone said. I gave my one vote to Tyson Goldsack. The defence was uh, really, um, really attacked last week by Geelong. And he stood up. He tried his best. He was there. He's got great vertical leap, plenty of ability, plenty of pace, and lots of poise and inside also, the pack. A little bit of that Harry O'Brien-esque footwork. He's able to get out of those confines quite well. Gentlemen, just before we uh, we wrap up the preview and go on to uh, our next segments after this break, we are likely, or let's hope, if according to Rowan Connolly, if we go undefeated, we're likely to play finals. We may well play Geelong in the finals. In a, in, a, in a couple of words, what do you think our chances would be with some of these inclusions back in the side for the finals? No inclusions, forward line standing up, we win by five goals. Driver? Um, I think we need to change the way we played them in the midfield. I think we were too conscious about Geelong, and we let them dominate us on usually what is our terms. Mm. And we've got to be more proactive rather than reactive. And I think we will be in the finals. Finals is a different ball game. And, um, you know, the other thing that Geelong are going to have to counteract in the finals is that huge spectre of expectations. It's looking like 1989 again. Ford have closed down a plant. There's probably a new pyramid building society ready to collapse. <laughs> and um, Sugarfoot? Do you have any comment on that, Sugarfoot? No comment on that. No, none at all. <laughs> Conno, how do you think we're going to combat them in finals? I think... They made, well, they, their skills were excellent. They made very, very few mistakes. Our tackling's got to be a bit stronger, and our skills, which have been excellent all year, have got to just be back to where they are. I think uh, I'm with Sugarfoot. I think we would go out winners. It'd be a hard match, but we are a great team. Located just out of town along the Western Highway, the club at Caroline Springs is a one-size-fits-all venue that Collingwood has built from the ground up. The club has everything, from a 250-seat function room to an outstanding bistro. 
In addition, there is a children's play area. To inquire about the club, visit www.theclubcs.com.au or call 8390-2445. Visit collingwoodfc.com.au for more information. We're Collingwood, and some people say we're crazy. In fact, they say we could be mad. And yes, Pies fans, we can get mad from time to time. It's time for the Mad Pie. Sugarfoot, who's mad this week? Driver, we're all mad, but the maddest of them all is a regular listener, Dave Taylor, who writes, guys, I'm mad. In fact, I'm livid. Why is he mad Capital letters on mad and livid. What is the deal with the AFL Match Review Committee? Cameron Ling throws a punch into the stomach of Dale Thomas behind play, and the Match Review Committee completely turns a blind eye. Had those stripes on his Guernsey been vertical rather than horizontal, they would have rubbed him out for a month. If it was Brody Holland wearing the Guernsey, it would probably be the end of his season through suspension. Yet because he was wearing a Geelong jumper rather than a Collingwood jumper, the Shermanator gets let off. A few weeks ago, Rocket was suspended for two weeks for a legitimate shepherd. Yet a guy who throws a blatant punch, clearly caught on camera, does not even get cited. Because he has no soul. He's got red hair. And how did the match review committee justify their inaction? The panel said the impact was below that required to constitute a reportable offence, but can result in a free kick being paid for the action. Where's that logic three weeks ago when field umpire Michael Vozzo gave evidence that Rocker's bump was not worthy of report, however a free kick was adequate for the action? Grr, he writes. He, he ends his email with a grr. And we agree with you, Dave Taylor from Brisbane. We're pretty mad about that. We're mad about a lot of things. Pies fans, I know you're all mad about things that conspire against Collingwood. Send in your emails to pinite at collingwoodfc.com.au every week. Make sure they arrive here at the Lexus Centre before Thursday afternoon. Sugar, you're still mad? I'm mad, but Cono, what's going on? You're a bit prestigious. Aren't you? Don't you have anything to say? Are you mad? Well, boys, I've stayed silent, but I'm mad because Rowan Connolly, in The Age on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it was, said that we're going to go through the rest of the season undefeated. The reason I'm mad is because I love proving the media wrong, but in Rowan's case, let's hope that he's 100% right. And that was this week's Mad On this round for Collingwood, years gone by. Round 16 versus Essendon. Well, Pies fans, we've beaten Essendon plenty of times. They're arch rivals of ours. But there's one game that stands out above all. And I thought it's time we celebrated that tonight. Sugarfoot, you know the game I'm talking about. The one that spawned that trivia question that's going to go down for all time. Who kicked five goals in the 1990 Grand Final? The answer was Essendon, and the victor by eight goals was the Mighty Pies driver. We watched it after celebrating the Sydney victory at your house a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we dragged it out once more. Oh, well-worn well, copy. It was copy. fantastic. <laughs> 1990 wasn't just time for the guru, it was time for Collingwood. <laughs> and I noticed in your and Facebook profile this week, you changed it to could 2007 be time, time for, for the, the guru? guru. Well, I tell you what, guys, 2007, that's 17 years ago, and there's one constant. We dragged out that old DVD, that well-worn, well-watched DVD. and You've actually all... been the first person ever to wear out a DVD. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I wore out 17 videotapes before the DVD came out of that game. But out of 
all the things on that videotape, on that DVD, the one thing that struck me more than anything else is in those 17 years, there's only one constant left in league footy. He hasn't changed, and that's Kevin Sheedy. He's still coaching. He should Essendon. have been sacked after 1990 <laughs> when they got pumped by us. He should well, have been sacked then. He should have been sacked many times since then. There's debate about him now, right? The media are talking it up this week. There's one way we can force the hand of the Essendon hierarchy and preserve Jock McHale's record as the coach who has coached more AFL games than anyone else, and that's by thrashing the Bombers Pumping this week. We beat them on Anzac Day really well. I mean, we, we should have won by more than 16 points. One goal we 10. We won by one goal 10. If we... If we kick straight, we kick 12-23 that day. And Didak and Rocker kicked three each. But really, um, we should have pumped them by more. Let's put a nail in Kevin Sheedy's coffin. Sugarfoot, what's one enduring and hilarious, maybe, or fantastic memory of 1990? Craig Starsvich. <laughs> Robbed <laughs> of a Norm Smith medal. We've now got a fantastic centre-half forward, up-and-coming young centre-half forward in Travis Cloak, ready to take it by the scruff of the neck this year. And let's hope Travis nails many a coffin into Kevin Sheedy's coffin. (laughs) (laughs) Driver. Well, as far as I'm concerned, 1990, nothing beats holding up that cup. Nothing beats the siren with the late, great, and much-missed Darren Mullaney... Darren Mullane holding up the footy in the air. He will feel no pain tonight. And as soon as Tony Shaw lifted up that cup, um, it was just on for young and old. It was a wonderful night, a wonderful party. They're the memories. I want to have them again. I want to relive that time starting this year. Cono, what's your enduring memory of that day? Late in the final quarter, we're up. The game was in the bag. At the bottom of the pack, the ball comes out. Who's at the bottom of the pack holding it in his hands? On his hands and knees... Looks into the eyes of, I think it was Tony Francis, and shakes his fist was Tony Shaw. Just urging his players on, no matter how far up we were, he just urged our team on right to the very end. And Shaw, he won the Norm Smith. He even won King of Moomba for his efforts. And God, that was a great year. Oh, what a great year. What a great time. And that was the Premiership. That was... G'day Magpie fans, for more of Magpie Radio's finest, make sure you listen in to The Squawk. Exclusive to CollingwoodFC.com.au, The Squawk features two young magpies every week. The Squawk is the place where young magpies get excited. Squawk! Pies fans, welcome back to Pie Night. At the top of the show, we mentioned Nathan Buckley's injury to his good hamstring, the devastating news, but you know what? Bucks will be back, bigger, badder, and stronger than ever. Here's what he had to say yesterday in his press conference. As the weeks go by, you're less and less likely to, to get back. Um, I said last time there's probably one chance left. Uh, the way the way it is and the way the um, our season, the, the club season is panning out, you know, we're anywhere from seven weeks to uh, you know, to eleven weeks uh, left to go, and that um, you know. If uh, best case scenario, I can get back in that time, um, and my preparation will be modified around, you know, trying to accelerate that recovery rather than dealing with it with uh, more time in hand. So, in many ways, um, it might actually force a, a better result um, than more time would have, and uh, that's what I'm hoping for. 
if I if I get up and about uh, towards the end of the year and into finals, um, I know I'll be I'll be I'll be flying I'll be fit as um, because I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, when the, the program that I'm going to have in place isn't so much um, uh, cotton wool as steel mesh. I'll make sure that I'm I'll make sure that I'm right to go if uh, if I get the opportunity to put my hand up. Pies fans, forget what you hear in the media. You heard it from the horse's mouth. Nathan Buckley, he's intent on coming back for the finals, for our great race towards the Premiership Cup. But in order to do that, we've got to start on Saturday afternoon, 2.10pm at the MCG by knocking off those great pretenders, a side that I know you love to hate, Sugarfoot. Knock off the bumblers. How are we going to do that? Unfortunately, well, fortunately for us, Dustin Fletcher's back after one week off for nearly de- decapitating one of the Geelong guys. Anthony's got great form, and Anthony owes us one after last week and missing the previous two. I think he's just going to have a huge one against Dustin Fletcher yeah, and really kick us off on a perfect Saturday afternoon at the G. Again, it's a perfect place to it's play a footy. Great time. Great time. The only time. Anthony in the ruck as well. Uh, Josh is uh, is going to have a big game as w- a game against. Uh, I think Hill's been uh, been pretty ordinary. Mm. Yeah, they have a couple of players though that they swing through there. Laycock often plays as a yeah. sort of chop rider. Rider's been up so and down. Guy Richards is going to be in, in providing some support to Josh as well. So it'll be interesting. Obviously, uh, Loney's been named as well Loney as has. an inclusion. Uh, Guy Richards and Chris Bryant with finals beckoning. Uh, there's really going to be a two way uh, two way uh, race. Mm. To, One of uh, those boys is really going to have to put their hands up and it's, say, it's, "It's exciting. To I have want to lock that position down." They've been rotating now for effectively the whole season mm. and one of them is going to get that opportunity and really nail that spot and it's going to be one more player that we've got to add to our repertoire of players that other teams can't stop what what i'm interested in sorry kano is is who they're going to play on travis cloak Dustin, uh, Dustin, is Kepler Bradley playing Kepler, again? I did notice, uh, watch the Bendigo Bombers, and Kepler Bradley and Mark Bolton both got in the best. So hopefully... Kepler, I'd love to see she, Kepler Hopefully back Sheedy can put them in on uh, on Saturday. But Travis Cloak, I don't know. Fletcher doesn't like playing or playing far out from the Fletcher doesn't like playing man-on-man, no. let's be honest. Fletcher's been getting touches by basically acting as that, like Leo as that swing man... Mm in the goal square, so that when Essendon have got possession in the centre and they don't know where to kick it, they basically kick it backwards to Fletcher. Fletcher kicks it sideways to Mal Michael. Mal Michael kicks it sideways to Fletcher. Fletcher kicks it sideways to some other bolt head. Some other bolt head kicks it back to Fletcher. And next thing you know, he's had 17 touches and they say, he's absolutely Rocker. Oh, stunning. Well yeah. Rocker only had 10 goals and 25 touches. Well, you know, we've got to expose that, Conno. And the way we're going to have to expose it is by not allowing them to have that freedom. We have to go man-on-man on on their defenders. They do it... Teams do it now on Heath Shaw, you notice, Mm. where they put a player on him and his sole purpose is to to negate him. him. We can't do that with players like Fletcher and players like Mal Michael. I think those two will start off sharing the roles on Rocker and Cloak and see how they go. Sheedy's playing for his career. He is coaching for a new contract and he's going to throw everything at us. So... Our two key forwards, Travis Cloak and um, Anthony Rocker, are going to have to put the pressure on their defenders, not by defending on them, but by taking the marks that they're meant to take, Mm. by kicking the goals goals and forcing them to stay back. And I think the other plus we're going to have 
is that Josh is probably likely to play as a third option in the forward line, not mm. permanently, but floating down, and Josh can create havoc when, when Essendon's defenders are pulled apart by Cloak and Rocker. Another great in also, Connor, is Presti just shoring up the defence well, down there. I've got to say, Presti in, fantastic to see him back. Pies fans, go back to the podcast and have a listen if you if you didn't hear him on Pie Night a few weeks ago. But Presti also uh, gave a press conference earlier, and here's what he had to say about his inclusion into the Magpie team against Essendon. Mm. Excellent. I'm, I'm glad that Presty only had that to say because we know what happens with Presty when he goes out on Media Street apart from Pine Night. So all, he'll, all, he'll all, take Lloyd. Harry O'Brien, I'm looking forward to seeing him. He's now just coming back into a bit of form. He admitted himself this week he wasn't happy with this game against Geelong. His season really kicked off when he belted Scott Lucas earlier in the year, and that'll be an exciting thing. Scotty Lucas has been in good form and will be looking out for revenge, but Harry's just the man to do the job. Yeah, I, I know you, you think Scott Lucas is quite a player. I I'd think that against average opposition, he's a bit of a flak trap bully. He can go and kick like five Brad goals. Like Brad Hodge, like the Socceroos. That's it. But against against good opposition, Steady I think sugar. Harry's Harry's a great player. Obviously, Presty's an excellent player. And even Ryan Loney, a few years ago, we saw Mick Malthouse invest in Ryan Loney as a potential third tall defender. Without Jimmy Clement, I would not at all be surprised if we had someone like Ryan Loney well, maybe running with, with Lucas across around well, the ground. I think that the key is going to be, again, though, in the midfield, guys. Their and this is one team old. that has got a midfield that jogs on the spot. They've got Davey, their fastest player, who's out. They've got some fringe players like... Well, well Camparelli um, is out. And, and then Winderlick and these... Dyson got, and yeah. Stanton. And Joe Watson's actually a really good ball winner. He's reinvented his role. But very ineffective use of um, the ball. They seem to crab the ball. I mean, the listeners may not understand that, but they seem to move the ball around sideways in circles like Cono described earlier. We've got to keep the pressure on. This is one midfield we can outrun. We can actually use our pace advantage with people like Dale Thomas, Leon Davis, Dane Penders, Swan. Penders, skillful, Penders evasive skills. Ability to mm. run away from players. Martin Clark, who mm. makes the game look so damn easy. I actually think that's where we're going to have the big advantage. Sugarfoot, have you got a tip for us? I do have a tip, Cono. Collingwood by 36 points mm. in honour of Sav, who had many a sensational game. And maybe Renee Kink. Who ended up at Essendon. And Renee, the former hairdresser. Driver. I think he's still a hairdresser. Connor, I am expecting us to kick straight and belt a team off the park one day very, very soon. Hasn't happened this year, has it? That's why our percentage is so low, because it hasn't happened. We've had opportunities, we haven't taken them. On Saturday, it's freezing cold here in Melbourne and a bit wet, but the forecast is for quite a good day on Saturday. I think we're going to take advantage of that good day. We're going to come out and we're going to belt a side. And my prediction is we're actually going to win this game by the 1990 margin of 48 points. What do you think, Cono? Darren Cuthbertson. Well, I was, indeed. I, I was thinking a, a margin of in the 40-point range. However, I think that's a bit pessimistic. I genuinely believe that we will go out there and beat the Dons by 72 points. And I think Anthony Rocker will kick seven goals. Just a lucky seven. Thanks very much. Well, that'll be bye-bye How many Kevin points? Sheedy then, won't it? <laughs> good, good question.
Again, Pies fans, um, let's not forget. Save bye bucks. Bye. Say goodbye to Save say goodbye bucks. to Kevin Sheedy. But most importantly, we are genuinely calling upon you, the Magpie Army, to help Nathan Buckley through this. You, don't send money. Well, you can send money. Send it care of Pie Night, but. <laughs> Don't send money. Send your brains. Send your creative ideas. Send your expertise. Driver said he'd donate his hamstrings. Sugarfoot said he'd babysit Jet if it meant that, uh, you know, Bucks didn't have to bend over and sort of pick the little kid up off the ground all the time. I don't know what ideas I've got. Let me think about it. You've run out of You're ideas. not getting anywhere near him, Cono. <laughs> your hands are <laughs> sore from all the work. It hasn't Pies worked. Friends, send in your ideas on how we can get Bucks back on the park, how we can fix his hamstring to Night at collingwoodfc.com.au. One of 12 double passes to see Die Hard 4.0 on the 31st of July. The big premiere there will be yours if you can be one Tarkin of the 2. lucky 12. Tarkin 2.0 will probably be there as well. Do you reckon he will be? Amber, do we get a nod or a shake of the head? Mm, she's, we get she's, some pres- Presty-like raised eyebrows. Indeed, indeed. So, Pies fans... Anything you want to mention. Be as creative as you like, Pies fans. We need all the help we can get. Get Bucks back on the park. Indeed. Doctors, please. (laughs) Anything. Germans. Now, (laughs) New Age gurus, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shiatsu. (laughs) Reiki. It's a kid's show. Yeah. Pies fans, it's been a big show. We spoke about the unfortunate and I think a (sighs) loss... Uh, 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 the, the unfortunate loss against Geelong, the loss that I hope we will avenge in the finals. We've also spoken about, uh, on this round, we had our Mad Pie and, of course, the preview and the eventual and hopeful spanking of that bumbling Let's go Bombers. Let's, Let's do it this Saturday at the MCG. So this week, as we say every week, Go Bucks! Go Bucks!